Welcome to Sonosphere, the podcast that explores the sounds all around us in art and music movements through history. 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 Thanks for joining us. We're your hosts. I'm Amy. And I'm Chris. The idea of how technological tools or musical tools that are being developed can expand the idea of musical creativity is something that we hold dear. And, you know, the same approach of discovery and kind of inquisitiveness that surrounds some of the technology that's being developed, not only in music, but across the board, is the same approach, I would say, that Moogfest holds with discovering techniques, new forms of creativity, and basically how these things can bring artists together in new ways. Hi, this is Kai Riedel, the Operations Director at Moogfest. Moogfest is the synthesis of music, art, and technology and really championing that hybrid worldview that we all are a part of and have been and increasingly so uh, with the intersection of music, uh, mostly electronic art and some of the technological components of making music and just tech in general. novel endeavor from Mogfest, which is not the case. I mean, the the event has a long history of foregrounding uh, a range of performers in every genre and every um, inclination, if you will. So there's no doubt that the undercurrent of some of the male-focused uh, lineups and activities throughout the country are always somehow seem to get sifted to the top. We've been doing this kind of thing for years so it wasn't that novel. This year we just decided to release the the lineup that was focused on female, non-binary, transgender folks at Moogfest just because not only they're amazing performers, but also we wanted to make sure that they didn't get buried in the mix because we have so many performers and workshop presenters, etc. So it does seem like it was very timely to do that this year, which is which is great, along with a lot of the larger cultural movements. But we have a history of doing that, which is great. And I was just really proud that we were able to kind of sync up with society and present that lineup as a... Uh, as important as any other one. And people that are thinking creatively and we'll say optimistically about the intersection of creativity and technology, or that have a worldview that represents some of the tenets of Moogfest, that is social equality, 
technological advancement, foregrounding creativity as a way of personal and social expression. Those people fall into a lot of different camps across society. And I'm not sure if you've kept up with MOFAS, but we definitely have a history of championing causes that seem to be marginalized within society, whether it be LGBTQ rights, whether it be a strong female presence in the music industry, or just in general things that help push what we view as humanity and society forward. So those people aren't always strictly musicians. They are often technologists. They're often social commentators. They're often activists. Chelsea is has was a was a great fit for us this year because not only does she have a, a unique lens on what society is and can be, um, she's also actually a DJ and has a like a healthy music background. So she definitely has the underpinnings of a creator, if you will. Even though her message seems to be more、uh, socially focused, she definitely has the、uh, creative mindset, if you will. ICAT, the Institute for Virginia Tech, they do a lot of spatial sound engineering up there. So we were able to partner with Virginia Tech and Meyer to present the spatial sound venue this year. Balgier was able to go to Virginia Tech and design his spatialized set, and then perform that at Moogfest. So this was an amazing team effort to have Meyer and Virginia Tech and Moogfest come together. For your listeners, we had select artists go to Virginia Tech and design. A multi-channel performance, and that performance was then performed at Moogfest in a multi-channel format. To me, that was an execution, not only a great performance by him, but the idea of a, a partnership that really collated in some new technological advances in music, as well as some artistic craft. That was kind of a highlight for me to see all that come together. We've been working on that for almost a year now. To see that performance come together was great. We did the same kind of thing with Mouse on Mars in the spatial environment in the Armory. So they developed a set that was going to be spatialized and with a, within a 24-channel system. Of Moogfest, Michael Stipe, his audio-visual installation down the street. That is an example of how the community kind of works with the landscape of Durham and creators out in the world. His piece was, for me, arresting and sincere, and、uh, I love the music and the visuals as well. Friend Lauren Hayes from ASU did a performance driven by like haptic technology, right? So different kind of technologies that can control musical instruments. Seeing John Hopkins perform at the Carolina Theater was kind of a, a hit for me personally. I think he's a great creator, and 
to finally get to see some of those songs that I've liked for a long time live was, was a real treat. We did a number of performances in a space called The Fruit, some great performances of house DJs and people that are best suited for a warehouse environment, if you will. So those late nights seem to really be cathartic for the MoFest audience. hopefully lends itself strongly to a more optimistic worldview in the sea of sometimes not so much. The zeitgeist of optimism that we just talked about is really embodied in Durham, and it has obviously the same degrees and some capacity in New York and Asheville, but Durham right now is really looking at what's possible it's a very diverse town. There was a lot of technical innovation that happened in the area. The, the Triangle has a rich music history as well. So that combined with the footprint of multiple venues that are different sizes and shapes definitely has lent itself well to having MoFest here. This has been an independent production of Sonosphere, produced by Amy S. and Chris Williams. Check us out at sonospherepodcast.com. Subscribe on iTunes and check us out on SoundCloud. Thanks for listening.